the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. When it's not always raining, there'll be days like this. When there's no one complaining, there'll be days like this. Everything falls into place like the flick of a switch. Well, my mama told me there'll be days like this. 308 on the Central Coast on this Thursday, January 25th, the birth date of Craig and Archer Hill and Annie Lorenzen, 2024. I'm Dave Congleton. Uh, we're here all the way till 7 o'clock. we got a lot of ground to cover today, which means later on this hour, we'll check in with our friends in the Five Cities Orchid Society. Their show is back after COVID. Susan Hoffman at 405 makes her monthly visit, sharing with us recent books she has been reading and reporting on what books you're apparently reading. At 505, we have uh, two local activists coming in to accuse Israel of committing genocide. But more to the point, they're going to explain what happened at Cal Poly on Tuesday. Dr. Phil Kissel is the recipient of this year's Slow County Physicians of the Year Award. He joins us at 6.05. It is a Dave Congleton show, always your hometown radio talk show. First up, it's been a while, but the Toastmasters are back. Toastmasters International, stronger than ever. Always looking for a few good speakers to come join them. Joining us in studio, we welcome Yumi Sprague. She's the Division D Director. And we also have Jesse Brizendine. Uh, also, longtime Toastmasters. Folks, how are you? Nice to see you both. Thank you. I'm really doing well. Thank you for having us. I love this. Yumi's got the table covered with notes. Jesse, where are your notes? You didn't bring anything. I, I try to keep them all right here, or maybe sometimes they're on this side of my head. All right, Jesse, why'd you join Toastmasters? I wanted to be able to more effectively communicate to people. What were you before Toastmasters, and, and how has it shaped you? I, I was an aspirational, wanting to be able to better communicate better with people. And you know, it shapes you, Dave, very much like so many people. You know, public speaking is still the number one fear in the world. Yep. People fear speaking more than they fear death. And all of us have a message, I think, something on our heart, something we want to say or share. Whether it's at a wedding, people want to give the, the best man speech, the father of the bride speech. We want to, we're called, unfortunately, to give a eulogy at a, at a, a death, a funeral. And so I think what Toastmasters ultimately helps you do is it helps you give that confidence to be able to deliver whatever message that is effectively and really efficiently in a way that people can take something away from that. So if I sent you into a room right now with 300 people and said, hey, go win them, you could do that without any fear or anxiety? I could win them. Would there be fear and anxiety? Yeah, it's not about ever getting rid of the emotion. It's about learning how to embrace the emotion and still open up your mouth and say something anyways. That works. Uh, Yumi, how, you've been doing it uh, like 14 years now. What made you join Toastmasters? I've been a Toastmaster since February of 2010. I My background is in IT, information technology. I was IT director for a commercial division for a, a local higher education institution. And as the head of the IT, Cal Poly, I, yeah, Just I saying. had to. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to. I had to give presentations, and I had to ask for money to fund IT infrastructure in front of a group of people, important people, the board members, right. and I had one too many incidents of those, 
you know, like just getting really, really nervous and yeah. my neck muscles getting tightened and voice just trembling. I had to fix it. I had to do something about it. So I visited a local Toastmasters club and I was just blown away. I was so impressed. I felt welcomed yeah. and I joined the club that day. And 14 years later, how are you? I am doing well. I am retired after working at Cal Poly for nearly 30 years, and I volunteer for CASA. I used to volunteer for Alzheimer's Association. I do cybersecurity on the side when I can, but I belong to four clubs, and I support 15 Why clubs. four? Why four? Well, they Why is keep, it one enough? They keep asking you to join, but oh. then I see a cause. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's a club I want to join, and then I want to support them. So that's what I've been doing, and I'm all in with Toastmasters. I don't mean to stare at you, but you've got a big name tag, and you've got four buttons. What's with all the buttons? Well, I, whenever <laughs> I get a chance, especially when I am on Dave Congleton Hometown Show, I want to promote Toastmasters Jerry, brand. Jesse's not wearing any buttons. <laughs> he doesn't need to probably because no I'm notes. here. <laughs> you were here first. He's got no notes, no buttons. I, you know, well, I, I'm a planner. I'm an organizer. I'm a project manager. You know, I have. Okay. Yes. So each of those buttons represents something. Yes. All right. This is Ask Me About Toastmasters. This a triple crown is if you achieve three levels in Toastmasters educational program, you get that. And then this is a division director button, and this is uh, Toastmasters is for leadership, uh, for leaders. So you're really a big deal. You kind of went in and took it over. I am, because... Mm. How do we get you to run for office? We need you in the office. Well, they keep asking me. You mean Toastmasters? No, no. (laughs) I want you to run for a political office. Well, I'm not so sure about that, because they want to know. They want to know everything about you. That's that's scary. Well, you don't know what I'm going to ask you. (laughs) Uh, So, Jesse, why should people join Toastmasters? They should join Toastmasters to, one, I think just to communicate more effectively, but two, self-confidence. Toastmasters is huge for that. It helps with communication at work, communication relationships. If you're a human and you plan on interacting with other humans, you're going to be communicating, and it never hurts to be able to communicate. So this is more than just public speaking. Absolutely. Yeah. What would you say? It's connecting with people, gaining self-confidence, improving your communication and public speaking skills, and leadership skills. And it just makes you a better citizen, I think. And they've been around, Toastmasters have been around forever. Mm-hmm. 1924. So That's, they know what they're doing. Absolutely. Oh, so this is 100 years. Absolutely. This is a 100th year celebration. Mm-hmm. I hope you're planning stuff. I am going to Anaheim, the annual International Toastmasters Conference. Yeah. It's in our backyard. I'm going for the I'm, first time. I'm putting down a challenge, though. This year, you should recruit 100 new members. Oh, in Toastmasters. okay. <laughs> He's writing that down. That's a note. That's good. Well, yeah, 100 years, 100, 100 new members. I like that. So are you here representing one particular club? I am here to represent. I want to give a shout-out to Tina Ferdine, VP Public Relations and Sergeant at Arms for Slow Noontime Toastmasters for setting this up. Okay. So thank you, Tina. And I want to give a shout out to all the clubs in Division D and District 33 as well and what, beyond. What does D stand for? It's uh, so District 33, where we belong, has eight divisions. Divisions A through H. Sounds like a military operation. I, I know. <laughs> right. but, I, but I'm just trying to get at, is there one club that you want people to join, or do you want them to join their local club? Well, I want them to go to Toastmasters.org and click on Find the Club and look through and find the club that meets their schedule is and that, their goal. Is, their, that what, is it what you're saying, Jesse? Just find a local club and join? 
Finding a local club, what's really important is going in there and getting a feel for the club, too. You want it to be something that it's going to fit in with the flow of your life as opposed to trying to force it. And when you go to the clubs, one of the things that Toastmasters is really great for, Dave, is you have people like Yumi's in there who, when you come in, you're nervous and you're worried, and what are people going to think of me? She's there to greet you with a big smile on her face, a warm handshake, and you immediately feel just safe to be able to be in there. Isn't that half the battle, making the person feel safe before they speak? Absolutely, absolutely. When I first visited the Slow Noontime Toastmasters, which was my very first club, that's what the lady sitting right next to me did. Marcy Maloney, if you're listening, Marcy, thank you. She was so welcoming. She had this bright face, you know, smile on her face. And that, I think, was the key. I guess I wasn't welcoming enough today. (laughs) I guess I should have been more welcoming. Well, you you were. You were, Dave. Well, no, I ask about the, which club, because in the past, oh, yes. when Toastmasters have come on, they, they've always been the noontime slow club, is the one I know the most. Sure, sure. Let me, let me just say that uh, uh, slow noontime, slow motion, that's another of my club, Cal Poly Toastmasters, it's a brand new club, six months old, and I helped charter that club. DTM Toastmasters is another one. I'm a member of that, but there are so many clubs. In it's this all area. on the website. It's all on the website. What's the website again, please, Yumi? Toastmasters.org. All if right. you just Google Toastmasters, it'll pop up. We're visiting with our friends from Toastmasters International as they are celebrating their 100th year of service uh, to promote public speaking and communication in general. We'll come back and continue the conversation right here on AM 920, FM 96.5 News Talk, KVEC. Glad to have you with us on Hometown Radio. Our friends from the Five Cities Orchid Society join us after news at the bottom of the hour. Meanwhile, we're back with our friends from Toastmasters International looking to recruit because I've laid down the challenge. They have to come up with 100 people, and they're going to come back a year from today and report on their progress. Yumi Sprague is with us. Jesse Brizendine is also with us. So, Jesse, what happens at a typical Toastmasters meeting if I show up to one? You would walk in, you'd be, first of all, you'd be warmly greeted by somebody like Yumi or another fellow Toastmaster, and you'd be treated to several prepared speeches, of which are of varying lengths, after which we typically do an extemporaneous speaking engagement, and usually we give guests an opportunity to participate in that. And then the best part, I think the thing that Toastmasters does better than anything else is after all that is done, there's a few minutes of feedback where it's from the audience, so the speaker actually gets to hear how the audience experiences their speech and gives them feedback so that they're able to improve the next time. Anything you'd add to that? I could add that Jesse is a masterful evaluator. He provides excellent feedback. When people say everything you did was great, you don't learn anything, but he provides recommendations, and I always learn something from you, Jesse. Ever do impromptu topics? Oh, absolutely, that's what he was talking about. It's called the Table Topic Segment where Table Topic Master asks a question and then picks someone, and then that person talks from, you know. Next time you come on, I'm going to make you do that. Okay. (laughs) And so there's an agenda. It's a scripted meeting. It could be on one hour to two hours, but all of my uh, clubs except one has a one-hour meeting. So there's a Toastmaster who runs, MCs the meeting, and breathes the gap between Because people have to get in and get out. 
that they, they don't have all day. They, one hour is right. plenty of time to meet. Absolutely. Yeah. And Jesse, you were telling me during the break that a lot of times your Toastmasters are people who uh, want to bone up for a work presentation that they're making. Yeah, Dave, most people are not coming in to learn how to public speak to be a professional speaker. Most people are coming in because they want to improve at work, they have an opportunity to get a promotion. They've been tasked with giving a big presentation, and so they're coming in to really try to get confidence and presentation skills. And it's remarkable, the ones who will come in and invest two months or so to prep for that presentation, and then the feedback they get afterwards, their their colleagues at work always tell them, you're incredible, how many times have you done this before? You seem like you've been doing this your whole life, and then, no, oh, I just started doing it four weeks ago. <laughs> so it's a friendly group of people helping you build uh, skills in something that we all need, we all need to communicate. Absolutely, absolutely. This is win, 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 you. Absolutely. Me. Uh, 100%. <laughs> Plus, you know, the uh, Toastmasters Club mission is that we provide a supportive and positive learning experience in which members are empowered to develop communication and leadership skills. But do you ever have people freeze? Well, it happens. Okay. But so you're there to be supportive. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. they practice so if you're going to do it, that would be the place to do it. That That's exactly right. You're mm -hmm. practicing your speech projects in front of a safe, uh, you know, supportive group of people. Yumi, uh, re please repeat the easiest way for people to join their local Toastmasters group. Google Toastmasters, or you can go toastmasters.org and look for the Find the Club link at the top and click that and put in your criteria, if you will. You put in your location and you could say up to give me a list of Toastmasters clubs within 25 mile radius, 50 mile radius, what have you. It sounds like there's a lot to offer though. There's a lot, there's a lot. There's a 15 clubs uh, from Paso Robles to Lompoc. I'm gonna give a shout out to Santa Maria Toastmasters. I served as a club coach for that club. Wonderful group of people. You really got into this. Oh, I am, Getting yes. gung -ho. I'm a lifetime Toastmaster. <laughs> <laughs> did you, but did you take to it right away? Yes, for me, yes. And so I want to tell people to be intentional about it. You get what you put in, right? So mm -hmm. you don't have to feel like you have to attend every meeting, but be intentional about it and plan. And if you can only attend twice a month for a weekly meeting club, then that's okay. But know what you can do and what you're going to receive. What was it like for you, Jesse? Did you take to it right away once you joined Toastmasters? I had always wanted to work on becoming a better speaker, Dave, and I was definitely that person who walked into the room. First of all, it took me 10 minutes to get into the room, and then when I got there, I sat in the very back. You're trembling. Always one of those. Okay. Yeah, absolutely yeah. terrified. All right. And it wasn't that it was that the terror left that quickly, but it was that you realized it was safe to be afraid in there because everybody was so kind, so warm, so welcoming. And you know, one thing that we haven't mentioned too with Toastmasters, Toastmasters is extremely affordable. And in the day of inf modern days where inflation's crazy and everything is so expensive to try to acquire skills, the education that you can get in Toastmasters is pennies on the dollar for what you would go out into the private sector and try to acquire the same or similar skill set. And you, you don't, you're not a rotary, or you don't find people, do you? We, you, don't, you, don't, you don't give fines. Fines? No, we don't okay. do that. No, right. we don't do that. You, know, you go to Rotary. Oh, where's Joe? It's Craig Hill. It's his birthday. Oh, you're fine. Oh, $25. Oh, no kidding. You don't do that kind uh, of stuff. No, we don't do that, but uh, we hold uh, uh, open houses and welcome people. And you, so, so you make it fun. I've been to one or two of the meetings over the years, and you make it fun is what I recall. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. And Jesse made a really great point. It is Toastmasters is, I think, one of the most economical, educational, self-paced, self-growth, uh, self-improvement improvement programs that I know. Is it the same price regardless of the club? So the base, or some clubs charge more than others. So, so I would say that there is a the Toastmasters International. The membership goes for six months at a time. Yeah. So it's ten dollars per month. That's it. Brand new, exactly. That's so sixty dollars every six months. Uh, the new member pays uh, just a one-time twenty-dollar fee, and then most clubs, maybe all clubs, charge a nominal club fee, ten dollars every six months. No, can't beat that. You can't beat that. I like that. So any other special plans for the 100th anniversary other than going to that conference? You guys got to do something here. There are a lot of celebration, open houses, special celebration programs that are happening now. I I think one of the oldest, actually one of the oldest clubs, I think it's Club 4, is on the Central Coast in Santa Barbara, too, in Toastmasters. They've been around for almost a full hundred years, I believe. What didn't didn't I ask you, Jesse, that I should have asked you? Uh, who are my favorite professional wrestlers? Who's your favorite professional wrestlers? That could be an impromptu topic. It could be. I could give you a whole impromptu conversation on professional wrestling. You know, I, I grew up a Hulkamaniac, so I'll give Hulk Hogan the shout out. Okay. Anything I should have asked you that I didn't ask you? Well, find out, uh, you know, check out a local Toastmaster club and uh, the, find the club that uh, meets your schedule. You can see that there are so many clubs that are meeting during the, the during lunchtime or evening time on Saturdays, what have you. So go uh, never check do. Out. I never go do Toastmasters out. on Saturday. My yep. weekends are mine. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I try can't not do that. To. <laughs> One last time on the website, please, Yumi. Toastmasters.org. When's your next meeting? Tuesday. Tuesday, but I have a meeting on Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> and Wednesday. She's too busy. And then once a second Tuesday, second Friday of every month. So like every day you're at a Toastmasters meeting. Do you talk yes, in your sleep? Much, Do you talk much. in your sleep? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> you about that. You drive your husband crazy? But if not, if I'm not attending a Toastmasters club meeting, then I am attending leadership meeting or training or what have you. You should run for office, political office. Do you think so? Yes. Well, give me some ideas. Where, where do you live? What city? Arroyo Grande. Oh, Okay, I do have some ideas. All right, Toastmasters, thank you. Appreciate the time. Thank you so much, Dave. Off we go. We've got news and traffic and weather. Let's uh, shift from Toastmasters to Orchids. That's why I get paid the big bucks. It's live, local, hometown radio. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.